Before I go to the sports section, just a few announcements. Uh, thanks to all the local ladies who supplied all the home baking here today. It was delicious as well. We had rasher sandwiches and we had scones and there's buns and everything. And they do so for every occasion as well. So they're always just a phone call away. So thanks to all of them as well. We also are delighted to be joined by Mullion National School. And I just want to give them a shout out. They have an open day on Saturday the uh, 10th of February at 10 o'clock. So do go down to Mullion National School if you want to get enrolled there. Now, though, I'm joined indeed by uh, three sporting legends here locally. And I have Sarah Dervin and also Ronan Glennon and his cousin Eric Glennon as well. And Sarah, very good morning to you. I might start with you first. You're very involved in the camogie scene here. Where does it all start for you in terms of Mullion and playing with the small ball? Um, hi, Jan. Um, I suppose uh, for me it started in our back lawn um, at home with my two brothers, um, Connor and Cahill. Uh, they needed someone to stand in goals and I was just the, the youngest and I got the short straw and it was um, just get on with it now. I wasn't allowed to cry or anything like that. And uh, we used to have little hurling matches there with the neighbours from the Clarks and the Rileys and the Downies. Um, and it all kind of took off from there. Um, I suppose my family would be hugely involved um, in hurling and uh, I suppose that's where the love started for it and I'm very lucky to have a brilliant club like Mullia. Um, we won under 14, uh, under 12 um, county titles and uh, 10 years ago this year actually we won the first, um, our, my first senior county uh, medal. Um, so it's been a brilliant club for me um, and for the girls. Um, we have unbelievable women in the back room as you can see with all the home baked goods we get some of these things after trainings um sandwiches and soups yeah. and everything like that so um you know it's a very proud um i'm very proud to be a part of of this club and what are some of your highlights or memories of playing hurling um i suppose it has to be the county final in 2014 um we had lost three all our three county finals in a row before that so that one was extra special and by god did we celebrate um after winning that i think we uh we went for nearly a solid week um i, I remember we had a little party in ryan's at gertie madden and out the front to the outside world the whole place was closed up and nothing going on inside and inside then there was a mini rave going on with everybody um going in and enjoying it um i suppose we went on from that then to to win the all-ireland club semi-final against milford they were going for three in a row which is hugely special um we played them below nina um, and it was a a dogged match um i remember rachel monaghan uh, won a penalty in the last few minutes and absolutely roofed it and um Little did we know we'd be going to Crow Park um, and it was just, I suppose that was probably one of my proudest days is running out in Crow Park in my club colours, um, you know, with all your friends and family there supporting me um, and now unfortunately it didn't go our way that day but I have to say just that feeling of running out in Crow Park in your club colours was, was something unbelievable. Yeah, But it's in your blood here as well because you're all immersed in it and you've mentioned some of the names there, big names not just in Mullia but in Galway in terms of GEA and hurling. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I suppose we all have the club to thank for that. Um, you know, they pick us up when things are, aren't going our way. And, um, you know, and even though we lost three county finals, we still had this, a huge support of us driving us on and pushing us to, to stay going because um, we knew, I suppose, we had the players that time to, to get over the line. It was just to do it. And, um, you know, we have like a fantastic um, hurling club as well, you know, that support us massively. Um, you know, it's, 
it's great to see that they won the, the senior B this year. It was a huge um, boost to the parish. Um, you know, fantastic lads. Um, and like, like that, we support them 100%, but they also support us. And, uh, and that goes for the Hurling Club and the Camogie Club as well. So it's, um, it's, it's brilliant to have that kind of relationship between the two. And you've had great success with Mullia and with Galway as well, but I know you're, you're still following the club and that's where the importance lies. You're still, you're still very heavily following the club. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. That's where you start. That's where you learn your bread and butter. It's the club and, um, you know, it's, it's always a great, you know, huge honour to come back after even playing with Galway to, to keep going back to play with your club afterwards and, you know, playing with the girls you grew up with all your life and you make friends, your best friends are all in your local your local club and your family um and i suppose it's just like that it's just a, a t- tremendous honor like you know we have, we have a fantastic club even listening to the show today and hearing all the stories about uh, about everybody um you know we've really some extraordinary people and i just wanted to give a shout out there to maggie dolan on her birthday um <laughs> happy birthday maggie happy birthday. Uh, she she deserves this one from me um that woman is an absolute brilliant woman for the parish um even though we curse her for her uh, photos, um, but she captures some amazing moments in our lives, and um, our club wouldn't wouldn't be here, and we wouldn't have these memories captured if it wasn't for her. So, just a special shout out to Maggie Dolan there. And you can really get that sense of community here as well, because we have the whole room here full of local people all hanging off your words here and I know yourself you weren't slacking off you were back in the kitchen as well helping out uh, the ladies preparing all the teas and, and sandwiches as well I don't know was I preparing now or just <laughs> drinking and eating but uh, but yeah and look it's brilliant to see the National School Girls and boys here and yeah. you know they're our future and they're the future of the parish and it's great to have them involved in sport as well and, and, and driving camogie and, and hurling as well and like if if anything we do, and Roni and Eric and myself here, that can encourage or, you know, help them achieve anything they want in life when it comes to sports, um, we're more than happy to do that. Brilliant. Stay with us if you don't mind. I'm going to move over now to uh, Ronan Glenn. And Ronan, good morning. How are you? I know you have some great memories of um, Mully as well, growing up and, and the club. And Talk to me first about the seven aside back in 2012. You have great memories of that. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> I suppose I was only uh, 11 or 12 at the time, um, and it was great because like, I suppose like I've been going to uh, Mulya training and games since I can remember really, which is a long time. Like um, and going to that and the lads bringing me around that day it was great. Like I suppose I wasn't really. I suppose when you're that young. Um, you don't realise kind of what success is at the time and you can just see when you see lads winning and doing well, I suppose it's uh, it really aspires for you to do good things and great things and uh, the lads are always very good to me in that because I was always there hanging around and uh, they brought me everywhere with them so it was great. Like yeah. yeah, I know it's not always about the good days. You remember some bad days as well. You remember a memory, a vivid memory of the relegation in 08. Yeah, I do. Uh, which is, a, like I was only seven or eight at the time I suppose but like these are things you don't you f- you remember the good things and you remember the bad like you know um I can remember going to challenge games them playing down there I think Mike Ryan was actually over them at the time um and Mully had a really good team at the time and just weren't performing I suppose and you, I knew that as well at the time um I remember going to a game I think a challenge game in crushing and don't ask me how I remember these things but it's just things that just pop into your head you know but um 
I suppose I was always there and I'm just aspiring to be like those guys, you know, I suppose. And now I suppose with us winning the Senior B this year, I suppose like you're in a position to aspire younger kids as well. Um, to play for Mullia and want to play for Mullia, you know, and obviously play with Galway and stuff and that, you know. Yeah. I know that was a huge deal here, that winning that Senior B, and I, I heard about it. I don't even think I was in the, the country at the time, but I heard about it. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was massive. Um, it's been a long time since Mullia, I suppose, won anything in a senior grade. Me and Eric were just talking about it there before, and I think like it's 2003, I think it was, when we won something at a senior grade. Um, Look, at, we know it's obviously not the, the main senior A um, county cup, but to get something into this club, um, something that uh, I think we deserve because the amount of work that's been going into the club over the last couple of years, probably the last 10 years or so, um, to try and get us back to that a winning position and back in a strong position um, within the county has been massive. Like obviously we know the numbers and that uh, haven't been great over the last couple of years. We've had to join with Kiltormer and that, which look at like at the end of the day, it's not ideal and it's not things you want to do, but like these are things you do to keep the kids going and keep uh, younger kids playing hurling. Um, and it's great and Kiltormer have been massive in that and they're a great club too, you know. Um, and just, I suppose, with the senior being that, it, it was great. I look at the community we have here. It, it, we knew how good it was at the time, but when you see everyone coming together when we got to the final and that, and see everyone rallying in, rallying in around us, it, it, it put the hair standing on the back of your neck, really. Like, it just really shows support from everyone around the place. It's absolutely massive and um, really, really appreciated. Mm. And I know Club Fuels County as well, and you're back from injury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going well? So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, not too well now, last weekend against Wexford, but uh, look, if that happens, it's early in the year yet, we won't uh, get too excited. Um, yeah, back, trying to keep fit now, I suppose. I, uh, I've had a few injuries the last two or three years, so hopefully this year now I'm really aimed to get a good clean bill of health and get a good run at it. We heard uh, Tony Rafter earlier on. It's great, and there's great pride of all the all stars that the the club has brought back here. It must be great to be part of a club like this that that has had such success, both locally and also with Galway. Yeah, it's unbelievable, unbelievable. Like, and as I suppose I said, like that, like it, these are things you're aspiring to be when you're younger. Like you see these things happen, and you're like, God, I I want that. Like you know. Um, and obviously with Sarah as well, and Eve and all the other girls that are there, like it's like it's it's massive like it's absolutely massive and it's for a small club we have here and to be achieving so greatly it's like a testament to the people that are involved really yeah, you're doing something right definitely uh, thanks for joining us Ronan we're going to move over to your cousin though Eric Lennon who joins us Eric good morning good morning now you told me you're a hurling man how did you end up in East Goa United um, well I suppose for the first 40 years of my life there was only one club and one sport um, in my life and that was Molly J um, but my son, my son had a habit of going to bed every night with his hurl. He'd be going out there with Ronnie, and <clears throat> he was lucky in 2017. Ronnie spotted him in the crowd in the minor final, All Ireland minor final in Crow Park, and brought him out onto the pitch, and ran around and uh, joined in celebrations. So every night he was going to bed with his hurl signed, with all the Galway's names and everything like that. Uh, my daughter Cassie then was looking at this, and she said. 
I want to do something like this, but it wasn't going to be a hurl, it was a soccer ball. So every night she was going to bed with a soccer ball and she was determined she wasn't going to play camogie. So I had to go about then, try and find a club for her. And we found a club, a local club here, East Galway United, and we got involved. Mm. And that club has gone from strength to strength in the past five or six years. <clears throat> yeah, the club, uh, about five, six years ago, we had about 40 members. Um, we had about 40 members, and there was about four or five people involved. So we decided to get involved, a few of us, and every year more and more people got involved. And we now have... Um, from four teams to 17 teams, from 40 members to 400 members in the space of about five years. Wow. Yeah, and it's great because uh, to get children out playing, whether it's hurling, camogie, soccer, it doesn't matter. A lot of, the majority of our children play all of the sports, but some don't like the hurling, they play soccer. Some play the hurling, they don't like the soccer, but they're out playing. And, that, and really, at the end of the day, that's what, that's what really matters. Get them out from at home in front of the Xbox and whatever. And your youth teams have had some great success. Yeah, um, our girls' teams, uh, two years ago, they won um, both the league and the cup double in under 12 and under 13. So that was a huge success from having just one girls' team a couple of years ago to winning titles. And finally, you've moved leagues. We have. We were in. Um, we were in the Midlands League, and we've moved all our leagues to the Galway FA. Moved all our teams to the Galway FA. Um, Geraldine Tracy there in Galway FA was very good to us. She helped us over. It was a kind of a daunting move, but we got there. And in fairness, Phil Trail and his players, uh, Jamie Erickson, Avian Costello, they've all come out. They've given us sessions. They've, um, you know, they've inspired all the kids there to play. Yeah. Eric Glenn, thank you for joining us. Rona Glenn, thank you for joining us. And Sarah Durvin, thank you for joining us as well. We still have a lot to come on the programme. We have the Glore Cheer winner, Emma Donoghue, giving us a performance. We also have the Mummers in town, and they're going to be dancing and playing as well. And we also taking us up to the top of the show. We have Pete Finnerty, Imelda Hobbins, and Pat Deed as well. So all that plus lots of more coming up on Community Matters. The Community Matters series is brought to you by Galway Bay FM and is funded by Commission Mignon. Now, very good morning to you. Welcome back to Munio. We're with you right through until uh, 12 midday. We've lost to fit in. If we can fit it all in, we'll be doing well. Emma Donoghue sits up to me today. Morning to you. Morning, Keith. How are you? Are you behaving yourself out there? Oh, trying to anyway. <laughs> trying to, trying to get your mic up a little bit there, so I'm just a little, little bit. Um, you're busy enough? Yeah, I kept going. Now. We're gigging nearly every weekend. I was at uh, Mike Denver there last weekend in the Shearwater for his dance weekend, so we rocked the place over and we danced till all hours, so it was a bit of crack. And you're off this weekend? Off this weekend, and we're back then next Saturday night in Eddie Ned's in Monavay, and then Saturday, Sunday night then we're in the Old Triangle in Lochray with Mike Kelly, so looking forward to it. Good on you. So you're going to sing for us? What are you going to do? Yeah, we're going to give you a bit of Galway Girl. Myself and my roadie here, Mr. Mark Finnegan. He's not related to me, thank God for him. Yes, I don't know. <laughs> the easy didn't tell me. In your own, in your own time, then, Emma Donahue. Well, I took a stroll down the old long walk on the day I, 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 I 
Met a little girl and I stopped to talk about something I will I ask a friend Tell me what would you do Oh, if her hair was black and her eyes were blue Well, I knew right then I'd be taking a whirl Down a song to home with my gone girl There when the rain came down on the day She asked me up to her flat downtown Find something I only ask your friend Tell me what would you do Oh, if her hair was black and her eyes blue So I took her hand And I gave her a twirl Oh, and I lost my heart to a gone girl Take it away Some hell of a voice, so you have no wonder you won. Thanks well, a Congratulations, yeah. <laughs> keep it up, keep it up, keep it up, and uh, keep traveling. So, Tume is now, or sorry, Monavay is next. Yeah, Eddie Ned's now in Monavay next Saturday night, and then we're heading to Lockray to Mike Kelly's the old triangle. So, we'll have a bit of crack over the weekend anyway. I wouldn't say a weekend goes by that you don't have a bit of crack. No, that's for sure. <laughs> Listen, well done to you. Thanks for joining us uh, today, Emma, and uh, continued success. Your father brought you to. Here? Daddy brought me here. Well, he yeah. came with me. He's a bit of a, a roadie with me. He just come to the gigs with my mom and dad as well. Or my mom as well, she just come. So. And he was afraid that you wouldn't be on time? Well, he was afraid, yeah. Well, I'm never really on time, but uh, <laughs> I'm a bit like my mother that way, but she'll probably kill me for saying it. But yeah, we got here in time anyway. And look, at, we're here. Thanks, Emma, for joining us uh, today on the programme. And well done to you. Thanks a million. Thanks a million. Sorry for the quick uh, change over from there. And I want to give a big shout out to Mae Murphy, mother of the Murphy Camogie Girls, and John Murphy as well, listening and uh, loving the programme. And also, I want to welcome the mummers. Shane is with me today here, so he is. Shane, morning to you. How are you today? Good morning, Keith. You have a big gang of people and you raise a lot of money and you frighten the life out of me. You know that? <laughs> yeah. I went to go to the Lujo on the 11 o'clock news and I saw all these people dressed in funny clothing. That's right, yeah. So we have. Me. Among us today, we have a bishop, we have a priest, we have nuns, we have people dressed up in lederhosen and, and all sorts of gear. So we're the Mullia Mummers group. We're going out on the Mummers on St. Stephen's Day, raising money for charity over the last 20 years. And we reckon that we raised over 30 grand over the last 20 years for different charities, both locally 
and nationally. And that's a lot of money, so it is. And you pick it. So what are you going to do for us? How, what, am, what am I doing here? Because the, the priest is sulking on the left hand side. The bishop has gone missing, <laughs> so he is. There's a nun over there, and she's up to no good, so she's not. <laughs> yeah, and that's it. There, so. was a, there was a nurse a minute ago, but she's gone, is she? Yeah. <laughs> well, Mary O'Brien is our nurse in case any of our um, dancers pull a muscle or anything like that. <laughs> so you, but, have, uh, you have all that done. So how we, we're going to start with polkas, then we're going to go to jigs, then we're going to have a song, and then we're going to have a set of reels. That's where we're going to do that's it. That's right, yeah. We're going to start with a set of polkas, and our dancers are going to are going to jump around there. They're going to jump around. And are we going to do a narration on it or will I just, do you know what, in your own time and I might just take this mic off and use it as well. Congratulations, there's some mounted dancers so they are there, Shane. What are we up to next now? So Kathleen is going to sing a song for us there now. Kathleen, Kathleen in your own time, take it away. Now the clouds began to gather and the thunder it did roar. Barry McShane went down the lane And just as he was passing by Widow Nolan's door What do you think? It began to pour. She was seated by the window when she saw him passing by. As it been a leap year, she gave a startling cry. She threw her shawl around her and she ran out to the gate. And she shouted, Barney, Barney, won't you wait? Won't you come in out of the rain, Barney McShane? And wait until the sun comes out again. A cup of tea I'll brew, just enough for me and you. And we'll cuddle close together and we'll talk about the weather, Barney dear. There is a feel around my heart that gives me pain. And to think the likes of you could learn to love the likes of me. Once you come in out of the rain, Barney McShane. If it started rain and pitchforks, Barney with a grin. Out in the rain, sure I'll remain. Ah, but Barney dear, about the tea I told you I would brew. It's not the tea from China, it's the rare old mountain dew. And as he jumps the fence, he says it's cold out in the rain. Darling, speak those words to me again. I'll come in out of the rain, Barry McShane. And wait until the sun comes out again. A cup of tea I'll brew, just enough for me and you. And we'll cuddle close together and we'll talk about the weather, Barney dear. 
There is a feeling around my heart that gives me pain. And to think the likes of you could learn to love the likes of me. Once you come in, out of the rain, barely make shame. Well done to you. Congratulations. <laughs> now, what, what's next, Shay? Yeah, so we're going to have a set of reels now, the Sally Gardens and the Tuller reel. And uh, Claire might have a few steps for us as well in the, in the hard shoes. So, nice and lively. <laughs> Thanks for coming and uh, where can they get further details on the moments? Where can they get details and do you play after outside of Christmas? Do you play? We do indeed, yes. Yeah. So we'll be we'll be having a mummer spree now, hopefully in the next few weeks, where we'll present the money that we raise to the different charities and we're often asked to come and play at different parties and uh, different things in the parish during the year. But St Stephen's Day is our main day. Well done to you, congratulations, and thanks for joining us. If you need a new mummer, I'm putting this fella forward. You can, you can, you can have him so you can. He'd be a tall mummer. Let's take a quick commercial break, and we're back with the last piece of the programme live from Mullia just after these. The Community Matters series is brought to you by Galway Bay FM and is funded by Commission Union. Now we have less than eight minutes left here from Mullia and we're with you until uh, 12 midday. Keith, this uh, text in has just said, Keith, you can't beat the tea and the biscuits after the cards in Mullia on a Monday night. I want to go to Pat Dealey who joins me. And it's, I feel like, I don't know what I feel like, but we have about two minutes each so we have Pat. Ah. Morning to you, you have a poem for me. What have you got for us today? Well, uh, Sarah Devlin earlier was talking about being in goal when she started out. I, I kind of started in goal. I didn't move much further out the field. <laughs> I moved away from Mullia, worked in Dublin, but love to come back. Um, here's a short poem called Minding Goal. It's set in this very place when there was a ditch here and we togged out by the ditch. Wow. Minding Goal. One upshot of being stuck between the netless goalposts during hurling practice was to be guaranteed at least the task and satisfaction of hanging the schlitter out. Other boys clashing and chasing, jerseyed in a shindig of county colours, dreamed themselves glorious. You squinted through oblique sunlight or pretended the shape of ease or crouched or paced, depending. A save adorned the goal opposite and swiftly the game turned. Solo specialist Joe closed in, all wrist and speed, as he balanced the schlitter on his hurley before swivelling to lash it past your ear. What kept you there? Hardly the prospect of making a save. 
and retrieval was a long walk no one else would take, a slash search through lank grass. Mulya Beg, spring twilight, the losing and the laying claim, both implicit in a sphere of corded leather, tossed up before your face and given air. What a, what a lovely poem, and I'm listening to the words of it. <laughs> and, we heard, and do you remember the slither being hung? And oh, I do. I do. Well, my father was a hurley maker, and I grew up playing up in Clark's Lawn and then here in Mullia Beg. And when I started teaching or was on teaching practice, I came down to Mullia for the summer. And who was my, one of my students? Only Peter Finnerty. He doesn't remember, but I, was, I didn't do any teaching. I said, lads, what do you want to do? And Mr. Glynn wants us to paint the spare room, but we're not going to do that. And the lads said, we'd like to hurl. So we spent the whole summer hurling. And we knew that uh, we knew the inspectors from the department would never find their way down to us, and they didn't. All right. Listen, uh, you, you I, did, I did not. No, I was there, I was there towards the beginning, but I didn't teach you at all. I couldn't teach you anything. And Joe Dolan. Do you remember Joe? Joe Dolan. Come here to me, yeah, and no. uh, let me move on slightly here. But you're a source of everything um, in Mullia, so you know everything about it. Well, I, it's an inspiration to me, actually, Keith. I, I, I love writing about the place. I love the place names. Carrie Shan and Behil and Fox, all my own place, and Gertie Madden and Nissaluma. And uh, they're music to me, and I'm following the line of the, the old bards, I think. Good. And my grandmother was a bard, and follow on. I wish, Pat, I could talk to you all day, but I can't. I want to bring this into Melda here, if you don't mind, Melda. I'm only used to, I'm listening to you on the radio, so I am, but it's good to see you in person. You're another legend from here. Yeah, Keith, um, I suppose I started off as well playing Camogie here, grew up in Mullia, um, and, you know, I think it's it's really is your foundation, isn't it, of, of everything, your club, and the girls, I suppose, I grew up with, we probably went to school with, we hurled together, we socialised together. Um, I even remember things, you know, when you start thinking back, um, like we used to cycle to training, we weren't dropped off to training or anything like that, we used to oh, cycle. Oh, oh. On the way down, we'd, my sister Madge used to train us on the underage um, when the club was set up. And on the way down to the pitch, we were probably talking about, about the training and what we are going to do. And hopefully we'd have a match and she wouldn't do, go too hard on us. And on the way home, we'd probably give out the whole way home about how hard she was on us. <laughs> but um, yeah, and it's, it's, it is really like yours. I keep saying a club is where you start off. And, you know, I went on and played for Galway then. And, but, you know, it's always lovely to come back to your club. But you know what? Just what we've seen here since half eight, trying to best half eight's one is just community. Yeah. Community. And it's as strong as a community that I've seen. Yeah. No, we have a great community here and, and I think we've even seen it like, and I know Sarah will touch on this, or uh, would think about this as well, like when going off to play for Galway, Pete, you'll remember as well, and you know, when you're the coming homes and coming back to your own club, like you yeah. may go down to all the other clubs or whatever, but when you come to your own club and the crowds that come out, your neighbours, and they're so proud of you and what you have achieved and they're always there for you. And likewise, when you lose and you have to come home, it's just, it's important, they're there to... To meet you as well and that's like Keith it's just so important and, and it's definitely very very strong in Mullia. Well keep it up are you still horse riding? Still doing a bit of the horse riding trying to juggle that along the way as well I remember actually when I used to be horse riding as well in, in, when I was going to school actually at the time and playing camogie I remember Sir Farad used to say whatever you do don't fall off that horse so <laughs> <laughs> yeah and just trying to juggle it all. You haven't. <laughs> uh, finally Pete Finnerty Mornity how are you today? I'm good Keith thanks. Thanks for joining us uh, today. How many of you were there in the family? Uh, there was um, four lads in the family, yeah. Um, yeah, we had a, a big association with the, with the club. 
three of the lads lived here for most of their life. I only lived here until I was about 18. Uh, I went in the guards then after that. Well, the first job I actually had was building this place. Uh, Tommy Cohen and myself, um, we got a job with Foss. Our first job we got was here. Wow. And there was nothing here, only only a shed, really. Uh, our father was, was big into Mulya. Um, he um, was chairman for a long, long time and president, and he worked to help build this but uh, the word you used there was community like a massive community you know? but it's so evident Pete that's so Un- unbelievable evident. down through the years as long as I've been coming back like you know and uh, some great people working it, both men and women on committees and the important thing was to pick a good committee you know and there's respect for each other oh huge 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 and no rivalry you know like yeah, there's, there's yeah, two or three yeah. different parish, par- parts of the parish you know whether it's Killorden or whether it's Poppy Hill or whether it's Scorty Madden but there was never any any speciality with anybody did you know what part you came from did you mm-hmm. know and and Melda said it there, I remember when we'd win a match and the first one's out to you with the Mullia lads, did you know? And when you come home and we lost and we lost our fair share as well, you'd always be consoled by your own. They'd always come up to you and say, hard luck, it wasn't your fault to blame the Kiltarmer lad over mm. the road or whoever else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, lo- I love the way you pick on them and we're not, they're not even here to defend themselves. <laughs> and come here to me then, I mean, I mean, sporting career, regardless you call it a sporting career, Supermax, all of that, I mean, you've had, you've had, a, you've had a busy life. It has been busy, don't you know? But you know, I suppose, as you know yourself, you just get on with it. Like, you know, if somebody says, if you want something done, ask a busy person, you know? But um, it has been a great life. You know, it started here in the National School with Hurland. Um, Sean Glynn was our, our school teacher. I remember um, we were inside in, in the schoolyard, Hurland, with a golf ball. How dangerous that was. A golf ball, yeah. And then uh, he I take a Pat Dealey was supervising that day, wasn't he? No, Pat, that, was, that was in college at the time, yeah. Oh, can't pay him for that one now. Oh, okay. But uh, Sean, Sean decided then it was time to go to the field. So he sent a few lads over to Clark's, um, Frank Clark's um, farm, cut down four posts, came along, built a playing pitch, started from there, won three national schools in a row, then contested the failure, won the, f- uh, the, won the 14, lost the final of the bikes in, Calam- in uh, Galway to Calamere Daily. And that's really where the hurling started from. And it's the same mm-hmm. in any club. It's the underages that produces the seniors, you know, mm-hmm. and it's the yeah. same in, in, in Mulya. Well, you're all the legends. There's the who you put forward as legends, the three of you. So thanks indeed for popping into us this morning. Sorry, we're, we're running out of time. But the Mulya GAA Social is in the Meadow Court tomorrow night and tickets are still available. I take it you bought your table, so you have? You have a, a full table of, 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 of 10 tomorrow night. There'll be some night, don't you know, they say they over-celebrate. Waiting to see them tomorrow night. I'd say they'll need the, the right police that were in Dublin in, in Ballastore tomorrow <laughs> night. Yeah. Before uh, I go, Keith, can I just... Meadow Court, I hope. Meadow Court, OK, yeah. Did you say Ballastore? No. I, uh, I get things wrong. Before I go, Keith, can I just present you with a tie, um, a mullet tie? Oh, uh, thank you for um, for uh, coming here today and highlighting our club and our parish. I love and also, thank you for all the the you've contributed the uh, down through the years as as a broadcaster. And be sad to see you go. A lot of people expect you to be in their kitchen every every morning, and will you'll be oh, greatly we'll, missed. We'll be there until March, so we will. We, or well, April, rather, we'll do. That's a lovely colour. Thank you so much, and uh, thank you all for joining us uh, today. And uh, get well soon to Dara as well, who's uh, right. I think it is after his operation good morning to him thanks to all the team here by the way for letting us in to the chairman and to all of the crew that made it possible to the ladies at home by the way who caked, uh, who baked all these buns and cakes and everything I was giving credit to the wrong people maybe earlier on uh, so thank you for all of that uh, 
light net indeed for all the Wi-Fi and to Ender Broderick who donated the area as well and give me the other one there yeah thanks to the team in uh, Trina's coffee shop this is really it as it goes though Pete it doesn't get much faster than this one and uh, thanks to John Morley who produced and put it all together put a huge one to Donald Sullivan on the desk to Doc who's back at base and to Siobhan who took your comments from you it's really Keith Finnegan I'll be talking to you on Tuesday morning have a great bank holiday weekend and we'll talk to you then bye bye